Um, I encourage everyone who reads gospel stories and other stories, the Bible as a whole. And try to identify the overarching metaphor, the imagery, uh, the picture behind the story, so to speak. Sometimes there are many pictures. One picture here, one metaphor here, very striking, is that of authority. And Matthew does it very, very uniquely. There is layers of authority. I can paraphrase a little bit here. You see, Roman military system is very strong because of the understanding and practice of authority. Two, you see, the Gentiles. Not being uh, even historical influences and so forth. Understand authority in a way in which you Hebrew people don't understand it. It makes up what God wants from us, what God wants from us to Isaac, to Abraham, to Moses, and now to your religious leaders, and you have not appreciated the authority that God shows you through Jesus Christ. You have ignored that authority that God has set up for you by Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Here in the centurion, as I continue to pass who recognizes not only authority from his uh, position of authority as a centurion, but understanding from a religious point of view, from I being, that's Jesus, the Messiah. It's all in the story. I mean, hey, 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 guys, ladies, don't you get it? Here is somebody right away who will say, "Well, it is stopping you and people who follow your religion." That will frown and, 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 and disdain you. 
and you come into my house, you enter in the house of a Gentile. I simply came to ask you to heal my slave. Someone that who I I have in my custom as a Roman centurion. Don't have an expression of obligation to I can just get other servants. Whether this person is loyal to the centurion or whatever, that's not the point. But here is a centurion in all his authority seeking help to somebody who had little or no authority. And, and as I as I said, and, and, and Jesus, you, you don't have to. They're already criticizing you for all kinds of stuff that you're doing. Good thing that you're doing. I, I, you can come to my house, but you know they're going to talk about it. And you make a definite statement. And in that statement itself, you indicate your authority. I will come and heal him. Jesus, I recognize your authority, even if your religious rivals don't. I, 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 I. To them, you know, the word to come to my house, what does heal my servant? But I, 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 I recognize your authority, so I know all you have to do is say, He's healed. No matter where you are, no matter where he is. And I recognize it the same way I recognize the authority that I have over under soldiers. So the overarching metaphor is as I said before. The a lot of the terrible things that are happening to us even right now has to do with this perspective of poverty. It's all so many And authority doesn't necessarily be. This story does not indicate it that you just control people, that you just treat them in worse terrible way because you have the authority to do it. As a matter of fact, it is showing something differently. It is showing that as much a part of authority is to have compassion and understanding and to help others. This was being done on the part of the centurion as well as it was being done on the part of Jesus. The centurion to his spirit and Jesus to the centurion. 
Hallelujah. And God to Jesus Christ the Lord to us. Look all the freedom that God has given us. Even though he has all authority over us. There's perhaps nobody human being besides my parents, of course. But one of the friends that I've had over my maternal grandmother. But she, with all her grace and understanding of love, always puzzled me friend. Some custom that, that she had, like, she get from her parents, it's her parents' parents, and we had you know, housekeepers, and I, you could not treat the housekeepers any more friendly than my grandmother. But when it's time for them to get paid, And the side out, or whatever it was. And uh, they would finish doing their work, you know, they want to go on to their family, and they're going to get paid. I'm not looking forward to the money. My grandmother would keep each worker money, like in a separate thing. Unless they were supposed to leave at four o'clock, whatever it is. They, they didn't go by time. They, they didn't work necessarily by hours. They did a day's job, whatever it was. And they'd be kind of hanging around the place, dusting this and doing that, just to be seen in a way to tell my grandmother. It's time for me to go, can I give three? My grandmother, whatever time she had in mind, and it was two o'clock, three o'clock, whatever it was, they had to hang around until that time that she picked And I, I, I brought this up and I, and I mentioned it a couple of times in my life now. This is a great story of faith. I think we'll all agree with that. And you've heard me say many times, it's not like when I say, well, you know what, we use the word faith in an in everyday sense, and one day of faith. You know, I have faith in this, I have faith in the weather, I have faith in it. When faith is mentioned or exemplified in the Bible, 
It is faith in God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the Old Testament, specifically, faith in God. In the New Testament, faith in God through Jesus Christ. Because as wonderful as we might be, and as sincere as we might be, that's example of my brother. We have these human tendencies. We have these traditions. We have practices. We have these idiosyncrasies, whatever that might be. And part of this story is telling. Yes, this idea of faith and this idea of the overarching thing of authority. Then as good a person that we might be, we have to be very careful that our authority is not is not it's not used and exposed in such a way that would infringe on the faith and the faithfulness of all the That's why Jesus was astonished. He called it such great faith. Someone who was willing to put aside their military training and inculcation at fine step to say, I can't do anything about it. My authority means nothing. But I recognize your authority. Here in this story, it is plain that Jesus is saying, I have the authority. Not over a hundred men or thousands of servants. I have the Messiah, I am the Messiah. I not only have the authority to heal, but I have the authority to see. And so maybe I should have asked my grandmother. Maybe she had a greater recognition. Something I didn't understand. Maybe it wasn't so much of a dependence on her that she wanted to demonstrate her authority. Maybe it was just a matter of something to do with Knowing that people can exhibit such faith and such trust and honor. But sometimes we need to be reminded Faith in God through 
Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen, amen. That's what I wanted to share this afternoon with everyone. Absolutely. Let me just, I don't know. Is there any comments, any suggestions? 